1: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, AAMP TV. Go to our website, sportsangle.com, and check out our articles and our featured guests. Now, we have seen recently the boycotts that have developed in uh, the sports world. MLB, they've had some of their games postponed. NBA, they had almost three entire days of boycotts. The NHL, they had their games postponed for two days. And MLS and WNBA followed suit. Now, what has been the economic impact of these boycotts? And for this argument's sake, we're going to focus on the NBA. All right, we could dig deeper and discuss all sports, but to make it simple and straight to the point for you, let's just focus on the NBA right now. There are three different uh, segment pieces that we are going to go over. Three different points that we can go down. There is the sponsors themselves. There is the ratings and the TV contracts. And then there is the fans. You. Let's just start with the sponsorships. Now, short-term, there is not going to be that much of an impact. These sponsors, they have signed on to the NBA. They've agreed to be with them. All right, so for right now, short-term, none of them are going to pull out, and they're not going to cause this big you know, commotion right now. But where the economic impact could be, for the NBA is the long-term effect. There could be sponsors that when it's time for them to renew their contracts with the NBA, when it is time for the sponsorship deals, for them to sign again with the four-letter network, to sign again with TNT and with all of these networks that are affiliated with the NBA, where the long-term economic impact could be, is that because of these boycotts and because of these political agendas, sponsors could leave the sport quietly. They could make a very not vocal exit from the sport. We have seen sponsors in the past come and go. MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, Formula One, IndyCar, NASCAR, any sport that has sponsorships, there have been sponsors who have entered very quietly and they have exited just the same way. That would be the first part. The first part would be the sponsorships. Short term, not going to be a problem. But long term, you could see sponsors leaving the NBA because of the boycott. The second Section is the ratings, is the TV contracts that the NBA has with, once again, TNT and the four letter network. Now, short term, once again, short term, there is not going to be that big of an economic impact with the NBA. Those contracts had been signed for X amount of years. Those networks agreed to pay them X amount of money. So that is not going to be the short-term problem. What will is the long-term. Because for the people who have been keeping up to date with the NBA ratings, you would know that they are getting around a million, one and a half million viewers for a good percentage of their games. In fact, during the bubble... They even had some games that were less than 1 million viewers. And if you're a network that's paid billions of dollars to hope to have NBA games be on your TV, that's not something you want to hear. Also remember that since the bubble, and this was reported, this was reported, that the NBA uh, in terms of viewership has dropped 23%. So there has been a 23% decrease in the NBA viewership since they have returned. Now, you compare those to the other big four, and you will notice that there are two sports that have had a big drop-off, and then there has been two sports that have had a very minimal amount of drop-off. MLB, 25% droppage in viewership. NBA, 23% in a drop. Now you compare that to the NFL, which they have not played this year, but they had a 5% increase in 2019 and the NHL who had a 9% decrease from since they've come back and they've done the bubble out there in Edmonton, Toronto and not to toot a horn for a second. But if you're a formula one, formula one racing fan, their viewership has gone up 16%. So that's something I'm definitely happy to see. But we're going to focus on the NBA. A 23% drop-off is something that TV networks don't want to see. That is a percentage that no league ever wants to have. So if you you look at that number, you're going to notice what the long-term impact will be. And that is this. When they have to renew their contract with Time Warner, when they have to renew their contract with Walt Disney, do you expect them to pay the multi billion dollar contracts that they are doing right now? No. I do not expect them to have these huge, mega breaking record deals with contracts when it comes to TV, with the NBA, with MLB considering the amount of viewers that have dropped since they've come back. That will be the long-term economic impact. That because of their droppage in viewers, they are not going to have those $4 billion, $5 billion, $6 billion contracts for TV rights. They're going to get a renewal. Believe me. I mean, Walt Disney loves what's going on right now. They're going to renew no matter what. But they're not going to pay this huge, gigantic number that they are right now. And that is going to affect the bottom line for the NBA. And the third part is the fans, you. Now, you might be asking yourself, how are the fans going to affect the economic bottom line of the NBA? Well, consider this. 21% of the NBA revenue Their gross revenue in the NBA, 21%, is from you, the fans. From all of their merchandise sales and ticket sales and all of their concessions and everything that is inside the arena and inside the stadium. That comes from their audience. Well, here is where the long-term economic impact from the fans are going to kick in. And this is going to hurt the NBA. Because fans have turned off the TV. There have been fans who are not going to be buying the latest LeBron James jersey. There are fans who are not going to buy a Zion Williamson jersey. They're not going to want to buy those jerseys because they don't support the social issues that are going on right now. There are people, especially there are some people in certain groups, that don't support the NBA because of their political agendas. And I have said this on my show countless times. Whatever you believe is whatever you believe. I'm not going to force anything onto you. Just like I'm not going to have anyone else's agenda be forced on to you as well. I'm just speaking about the, f- the facts and what's going on in 2020. But So you have the economic impact from the fans because they're not going to buy tickets to go to a game when they don't want to watch a sport that they don't believe in their policies. You also have the fact that there are people who have had season tickets for decades, but because of these boycotts, and because of all of these issues that they do, they, do not disagree, that they disagree with, they have canceled their season tickets for the next season. They have said outright that I am no longer going to support the NBA. And you know what? There's going to be that one person out there that's going to say, oh, that's only one person. Well, when you consider that 23% of their viewership has gone missing, and the fact that you have had countless amounts of people on social media who have complained about the NBA, I'm going to make a safe assumption and say that it's more than just one person. I'm going to make a safe assumption and say that it's more than just one certain group that's going after the NBA. The fans not buying tickets, the fans not buying jerseys, not buying hats, not buying any of this, that is going to cause a lot of economic issues for the NBA. Because when 21% of your revenue comes from your fan base, and your fan base starts to turn away from you, that is going to cause a huge issue. And you know whose bottom line is really getting affected here? The players. Because these players are getting $200 million contracts. They're getting $38 million per year. Well, if they don't have the money because of this economic impact to pay these players, well, contracts are going to have to get smaller. There are going to have to be pay cuts. There are not going to be these outlandish contracts like there is now. And that is ultimately who's going to be affected the most, the players. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We will be right back.
0: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet, you decide. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen of the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream
2: the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and so we prove it every day Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold
0: guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
1: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, AMP TV, where your voice can be heard. For everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas and KSIX 95.1, 96.1 at 12:30 on the AM dial in Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. By the way, I also just want to give a uh big uh sh- statement real quick. For the people who are being affected uh, being affected right now by Hurricane Laura, uh obviously uh, I wish everyone's doing well. Uh like I've seen the situation and everything that's going on, and I hope everybody's doing okay. Um obviously. I mean hurricanes suck. So But you know what? Let's focus on You know, a team that two years ago was among the best of the best. A team that was going to be a dynasty. I mean, people thought that this team was going to be the upcoming greatest of the decade. But they went from two years ago having high expectations for multiple championships to now, two years later, being discovered as, as cheers and having to trade their superstar to L.A. And then finally, now they are having to trade so many players from their organization that two years later, they are towards the bottom of the league. And I am talking about the Boston Red Sox. I mean, do, do people remember how excited Boston was Two years ago. Do people remember or recall. How excited. And how full of potential. The Boston Red Sox had. To win multiple titles. Because you got to remember. That all of these people. They had on their roster. All of this great talent. Mookie Betts. Xander Bogarts. You had Jackie Bradley. You had their starting pitchers. And their great staff. In Chris Sale, David Price, Rick Porcello. You had a closer who was considered not longer elite, but was productive in Craig Kimbrell. Every all the pieces were aligning for the Boston Red Sox. Raphael Devers. You had Andrew Benatendi. There were all this talent that was on the Red Sox roster, and I think people didn't even think or even consider that two years later, Mookie Betts would be traded to L.A. in a salary dump. I don't think most people expected that Craig Kimbrell would not re-sign with the team, sign with the Cubs for way too much money, and then become absolutely nothing of a shell he was with the Atlanta Braves, And not even close to the production that he was with the Boston Red Sox. I don't think most people thought that Chris Sale would fall off a cliff performance-wise after the 2018 season. David Price, he's not even on the team anymore. He was in that salary dump with the Mookie Betts trade. There are so many parts of the of the Red Sox roster that's no longer there. Steve Pierce, the World Series MVP, retired. He's not even in the league anymore. When you have all of that talent gone, you have to ask yourself, where did it all go wrong? Let's also not forget that when they were caught cheating in the winter of 2019, during winter meetings when the news broke that the Red Sox had been caught stealing signs, Alex Cora mutually agreed to step down. Which, let's be honest, pretty much meant... We're going to fire you unless you resign. So Alex Cora resigned from the team. They lost the manager that won them the 2018 World Series. But then you had the backlash that caused Red Sox Nation to become the heat of the moment. The Astros, sorry to the Astros radio network, but I have to say this for about 80 seconds. The Astros and the Red Sox, They became the heat missile that MLB fans were going to go laugh at. They were the beanbag that the MLB fans were going to sit on and that they were going to kick the crap out of for the next couple of months. And theoretically, it's still happening. I mean, Astros, let's again, sorry, but they still keep getting made fun of. The Red Sox, they're not taken seriously because of how bad they are. In fact, there has been all these people who have come out and have flat out said that if they hadn't cheated, I don't think the Red Sox would have won the World Series. There are people who have made outlandish statements and have said that the Red Sox wouldn't have even made it to the World Series, and the Yankees would have instead if they weren't cheating the entire time. Now, that's a conversation that we could talk about at another time period. But you can't deny that the cheating scandal from the Red Sox was a big part of this. But let's also remember that Dave Dombrowski, their general manager, got fired a year later. Let's also not forget that the Red Sox management went into full shutdown mode halfway through the 2019 season. They were getting rid of their closers. They were getting rid of their relievers. They were trading so much assets away in a salary dump because they had the World Series tax happen to them. And for people who don't know what this is, I will explain it to you. The World Series tax is pretty much the same as the NBA Finals tax, the same as the Super Bowl tax. The same as the Stanley Cup tax. When you win a championship, your stock immediately goes up. When you win a championship, you will immediately get a pay raise. You will be looking for a new contract. And the Red Stocks, instead of doing the smart move, which was holding off for a second and not giving all these players pay raises, they decided to go all in. You know what? Contract extension. Contract extension. Contract extension. David Price, you want to come back? All right. Here's a 100 plus million dollar contract. Uh, Mookie Betts, you want to get a brand new deal? Uh, you know what? We're only going to give you a two year extension at this much amount of money. Jackie Bradley, extension. Bogart, extension. Benatendi, extension. They were signing so many checks that I'm surprised the owner's arm didn't fall off. But what happened is that because they signed so many deals, they were forced to trade Mookie Betts and David Price because because they were over the cap. Wait, MLB has a cap? Yes, they do. It's called the luxury tax. And if you go over the luxury tax, you are forced to pay a fee. Now, if you're the Boston Red Sox, normally that's okay. But when you understand that they had a losing record in 2019, the year after they won the World Series, they understood that it would not be the right choice to pay a luxury tax when you are losing and not going to be able to win a World Series. Look, the reason why the Yankees are okay with paying the luxury tax is because they are World Series contenders every year. The L.A. Dodgers, despite how much I despise them, they pay that tax because they know that they can contend every year. The Cubs, the last three seasons, they have paid the luxury tax because they have have this idea that they can contend every year. Well, the Red Sox decided they were not going to contend, so they traded off assets to no longer be in the luxury tax. And this season has shown how bad the situation has gotten in Boston. There are so many games below 500 that it is laughable. The Boston Red Sox have become a laughing stock in MLB. And I'm going to give you a perfect example. Now, my grandfather, to give you some context, is a New York Yankees fan. So when the Yankees and the Red Sox face off at Fenway, or at Yankee Stadium, I will sit, I'll grab a chair, I will sit with my grandfather, and we will watch the Yankees versus Red Sox. Why? Because it's the Yankees versus Red Sox. It is the greatest rivalry in sports history. Okay? It is the rivalry that if you're from Boston, you hate the New York Yankees. If you're from New York, you hate the Boston Red Sox. All right, That is how deep and how intensified that rivalry is. But I was watching one of the games they played this year. And the amount of errors and the amount of mistakes the Boston Red Sox made, it showed to me that the talent level on that team had gone down. Now, you might be saying, well, Rocco, if Boston is this bad, they're going to have to have some good top prospects, Right. Wrong, Because you got to remember, two years ago, they made a lot of trades involving their top prospects to get top-tier quality players. So when you have a very weak farm system, your roster is depleted, and you have one of the biggest payrolls in baseball, you are doomed for failure. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco.
0: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why of the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV
2: or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and so we prove it every day. gold and silver call now for your free gold guide 800-755-4281 800-755-4281
0: 800 800 if your loved one is at risk of a fall the symphony medical alert system from cvs health can help support their safety in their home with 24 7 emergency monitoring even when you can't be there terms and conditions apply learn more about symphony at cvs.com slash symphony or find it at your nearest cvs health hub Seven five five four two eight one. That's eight hundred seven five five forty two eighty one.
1: This is Dustin. Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Follow us on social media at the sports angle and follow your host at Rocco Kelly Radio. And go to Amp TV, double A M P T V where your voice can be heard. But the NBA that will be coming back very soon. And I understand that there are teams that everyone wants to talk about. But I'm going to use a team that I am very familiar with. A team that I know the most about out of all of the teams in the NBA, and that is the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, playoff Paul George, he has officially been uh, activated. They are up 3-2 against the Dallas Mavericks. And regardless of what happens in the final two games, I will say on air, and for the record, that the Clippers versus Mavericks has been the best series I have watched in a long time. Like, when it comes to the NBA playoffs, the last three years, the Clippers and Mavericks have been the best game to watch, hands down. Because you have the future best player in the NBA in Luka Doncic. You have a solid big man in Kristaps Porzingis. And then on the Clippers' side... You have Kawhi Leonard, who I say could be in the argument among the best players in the NBA right now. Giannis, Kawhi, and LeBron. There is a valid case for, for each one. So you have a guy like Kawhi Leonard. You have Paul George, who I still think is a top-ten player in the NBA. Yeah, call me crazy, but I still think he's a top-ten player. And then you have a very well-rounded bench, you have Lou Williams, you have Patrick Beverly, Landry Shamet. There are all these solid players on the Clippers roster. Joakim Noah, you have Marcus Morris, you know, Zubach. They got Jamichael Green. There are so much talent on the Clippers roster that that's why I've had them as my championship pick all the way back in October. Oh, it's because you're a Clippers fan. No. I picked them because they have a well-developed bench, they have a solid starting lineup, and they have a guy as their face of the franchise who wants to dominate the NBA. You know, I've made a joke in the past that Kawhi Leonard is the Thanos of the NBA. You know, he's trying to collect as many stones as possible, and by stones, I mean dynasties. You gotta remember, he collected the first stone which was the Heat dynasty with the what was San Antonio Spurs. I mean, he dominated the Miami Heat alongside Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, alongside those guys. So that was the first stone he collected. The second stone was the Warriors dynasty. Okay, he dominated. I mean, he took over that series with the Toronto Raptors. So he has collected two... Infinity stones with the NBA. Okay. So he's had two stones collected. Now he has three more to go. So if Kawhi Leonard wants to complete all of them and he wants to get that six infinity stone right here on the palm of the glove. I mean, I think Kawhi Leonard could do it. And once again, I'm not saying this because I think that he is the future of uh, uh, Clippers basketball. I'm not saying this because I think he is, without a doubt, one of the best players and top three, absolutely, in the NBA. I'm saying this because Kawhi Leonard has that intensity factor. Kawhi Leonard has that, uh, you know, I'm not going to quit until you beat me mentality. Okay, well, what about load management? Well, you know what? Load management has been a part of the NBA For the last 14 years. Okay. Since the mid 2000s. Load management has been a thing. I'm not going to sit here and argue it anymore. It's part of the sport. You're going to have to deal with it. So what I've always understood. Is this. Kawhi Leonard. He turns it up a notch. In the NBA playoffs. He's done that ever since he joined. Coming out of San Diego State. All right. In fact, here's a fun fact for you. I was actually at the Mountain West Conference Tournament when Kawhi Leonard was there at San Diego State. Yeah, all the way back in 2011, I was watching the San Diego State Aztecs compete in the Mountain West Tournament going up against UNLV, going up against, you know, um, know, going up against all of the good teams that were in the tournament that year. Like, like New Mexico, for example. So it was great watching Kawhi Leonard back then. I didn't think he was going to be this big of a superstar, but clearly he has shown it. So you have a guy like Kawhi Leonard, you have a top 10 player in Paul George, well-rounded bench, depth in every single position, and that's why I've had the Clippers going all the way since October. Now, back to the Mavericks versus Clippers series. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. The Dallas Mavericks, when Luka Doncic and Christos Porzingis are on the floor together, they are the definition of what Dirk Nowitzki and what Jason Kidd was all those years ago. Okay, you have a great big man that is going to be able to get the ball in key situations, but you also have a small guy. You also have a guy that can be on point. That would be able to dominate the ball and take the pressure off the team. If you remember the late 2000s to early 2010s, that was Dirk Nowitzki and that was Jason Kidd. Okay, they were a one-two dynamic duo with the Dallas Mavericks. And I believe Luca, and I believe Kristaps is that perfect example of a player. That is actually going to be there for the long, uh, long term. I mean, Jason Kidd, by the way, was there for a couple of seasons. Which, by the way, understanding Jason Kidd, that is something that was amazing because he spent a couple of years with the Phoenix Suns and then he left. He spent a couple of seasons with the New Jersey Nets, then he left. He went, spent a couple of seasons with the Dallas Mavericks, and then he left. Spent a couple of seasons uh, coaching the Brooklyn Nets, left, went to Milwaukee, spent a couple of years there. Uh, Jason Kidd was the definition of a couple of years here, I'm going to go find something new. A couple of years here, I'm going to find something new. But you know what? That's okay. Because Jason Kidd had one heck of a career. And Jason Kidd, he got himself an NBA ring. So Dirk Nowitzki, Jason Kidd, their modern comparison to me from that Dallas Mavericks era is what Luca and Christos Porzingis is right now. A great, a good big man and a very good guy at the point. So I'm going to give them their credit. I'm going to give them their props. Now, do I think that the Los Angeles Clippers are still going to go to the finals? Absolutely. I absolutely do believe. That the NBA Finals are going to go through L.A. I absolutely believe that the NBA Finals are going to have the L.A.C. put on that roster. Now the Eastern Conference Finals. Has my thoughts changed on Toronto? Nope. Not one bit. In fact, I've only seen the very brief highlights of their series against Brooklyn. But they look dominant. And the Toronto Raptors look exactly like the team... That I thought they were going to be. They look like the Toronto Raptors. That have dominated the Eastern Conference. Over the last year and a half. So if I had to make a prediction. If I had to make a very bold take. My angle is that I am staying. With my prediction. All the way back in October. Okay. 10 months ago. I told you that the Toronto Raptors were going to face the Los Angeles Clippers in the NBA Finals. And I'm going to say 10 months later, with all the crisis that's gone down, with all the boycotts that have happened, I am still going to hold on to my prediction, and I am going to stay firm with what I believe, and that is that Toronto Raptors, the you know, you know running for the six, they are going to go back to the NBA Finals, and they're going to go up against his former team, and that is Kawhi Leonard and the Los Angeles Clippers. It's going to be a great series. You're going to have defensive play from the Clippers, and the Toronto Raptors have some solid defensive guys as well. You're also going to see the offensive presence of a Paul George going up against the offensive presence of a player like Kyle Lowry, going up against the offensive presence of a guy like Norman Powell, Fred Van Fleet. So I'm very excited to see what Toronto and what the Clippers do in the upcoming round. I am happy to say that I think my prediction is still going to stay true, and I believe that it's going to be best for the NBA because you're going to have, once again, Canada, You're going to have Toronto, once again, have a team in the finals. Because we all know the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're never going to make it back. We all know that the Toronto Maple Leafs, they haven't been successful in, it feels like, 50 years. Okay? So, when you've had the Toronto Maple Leafs who chokes consistently, it'll be nice to see the Toronto Raptors have a championship and have another chance at a championship again in the NBA. And for the Clippers, it's time for success. I'm your host Rocco. This is the Sports Angle. We'll be right back.
0: Do you have any questions about legal issues have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do do you have a will or power of attorney question is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand for freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide, you bring the idea, the American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day.
1: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, AAMP TV. And for everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas. And KSIX 95.1, 96.1, and 1230 on the AM dial in Corbett's Christi and the greater Houston area. Now, I am going to go to chat on Amp TV, and I want your voice to be heard. So, we had someone say, we'll put a bet on that NBA angle. Well, if you want to put your bet anywhere, I'm just going to do a cheap plug just because I can. Go to place your bet. Uh, If you want to really get the best uh, betting action that you can, go to place your bet. Great site. And uh, you know what? I trust the person who runs it. And if I trust him, definitely you should trust him, too. So, yeah, you know what? The NBA angle that I just said about Toronto and about the L.A. Clippers, I truly believe it. I think 100% that that is going to be the reality. Because if you've been watching this entire season, and you've been watching the NBA, you will know that they have been two of the most consistent teams in the NBA, you will know that they have been, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the most marquee must-watch teams throughout the whole year. So, how do you explain how certain things have gone down? Well, the Toronto Raptors were supposed to be among the bottom of the playoff bracket. They were not going to be this strong after Kawhi Leonard left, they said. They were not supposed to be this great Of a team, they said. Well, they have shown that team chemistry can go a long way. They have shown that having X amount of players that have been there for X amount of years, that will make a big difference in an NBA playoff and even an NBA regular season. So the Toronto Raptors, you break it down. Kyle Lowry has been the face of that franchise for so many years. He has been the guy. In the NBA playoffs. Okay. When Kyle Rowrie needs to be somewhere. He gets there. And yes. I know that in the beginning of his tenure. There were all this choking label. Oh he couldn't go up against Cleveland. Choking. Oh Kyle Rowry, He couldn't could beat Kyrie. Choking. Well I think he's kind of killed that trope. Because ever since Kyrie uh, went to Boston, he's been pretty much irrelevant. You have had LeBron go to L.A. He's not even in the conversation anymore with Kyle Lowry. He has proven that during the last two years, Kyle Lowry has been one of, if not one of the most productive point guards in the NBA. And one of the most consistent point guards, to put it out there. You've also had with the sh- with the shooting guard Norman Powell and Fred Van Fleet, they have been uh, consistent. You know, you know what you're getting out of them. Okay, you're not asking them to lead the team. You're not asking them to do too much. They do exactly what the Raptors ask of them. Pascal Siakam, he has really been the team MVP. Like when it comes from the defensive style presence. I mean, he pretty much replaced Kawhi Leonard as the star of the team. Because Kawhi, he was that defensive monster with the Toronto Raptors. And now that has been Pascal Siakam. That's why he's been to an all-star game. That is why he has been, in my mind, the, and I mean the, team MVP for the Toronto Raptors. Marcus Saul, he is no longer the Memphis Grizzly. I mean, he's not even the guy who got traded for his own brother for Paul Paul Gasol all those years ago. So, understand that when it comes to Marcus Saul, he is solid, he's consistent, you know what you're getting out of him. So when you have all these guys, and that includes Malcolm Miller, and that includes all of these guys on the the Raptors uh, team that are able to contribute to that roster, So, I respect what they have done. I respect what they have been able to do. And I honestly believe that the Toronto Raptors can go all the way. The Los Angeles Clippers, if we are actually going to break this down, I've already talked about Kawhi. I've already talked about Paul George. Lou Williams, I believe, is going to have that trophy renamed after him. Okay, I believe the sixth man of the year is going to be officially renamed the Lou Williams Award after he retires. Okay, because Lou Williams has been one of the best six men of all time. And of the last nine years, Lou Williams has perfected his role perfectly. Whether he has been with the Clippers, he's been with the Lakers, he's been with the Philadelphia 76ers. He has been on all these different teams Lou Williams has, but he has been consistently the best guy coming off the bench. And that is realistically what you are looking for when it comes to a six-man. He's not going to do too much, but you know what you're getting out of him. Same with Patrick Beverly. He is a defensive powerhouse, but there's also one key aspect about him that most people take for granted. He is an instigator. He's an agitator. All right. He will get under Russell Westbrook's skin. He's a guy that will get under Kevin Durant's skin. All right. He has done that perfectly throughout his entire career. I mean, I remember watching him basically bully Lonzo Ball during his rookie campaign. Okay. He is an agitator, but that's what he's good at. Okay. He is a guy that's going to get under your star's skin and he is going to make him go rattle. All right. He did that with LeBron. I mean, he will rattle your superstar until they eventually break or they just flat out ignore him. And let's face it, it is nearly impossible to ignore someone for long periods of time when they're consistently yelling in your ear. But you know, some people have that discipline and some people don't. We will have to wait and see. But Patrick Beverly, he's done his job. Lou Williams has done his job. You've got a very young, talented guy in Landry Shamet who I'm surprised wasn't traded. For all considering that they wanted to get another established star. I thought he was going to be gone, but I'm glad they kept him because he's very young, very skilled, very talented, and I like what he's done coming off the bench. You have solid veteran leadership from Marcus Morris and Joakim Noah. They are, once again, players that know their role, and they do it perfectly. Marcus Morris and Joakim Noah, they do their job, okay? They are the ones that, you know what, you're going to get some veteran minutes. You're going to have some situations that occur. And I believe that the Clippers made a smart choice picking up those guys during during the season. Uh, Marcus Morris, they had to give up something for him. But overall, long term, that was the right choice. Picking up Joakim Noah during uh, the the setup towards the bubble, that was a solid move. But Joakim Noah, yeah, he's no longer the Chicago Bull he once was. But understand that Joakim Noah is that veteran presence. Jamichael Green has been a solid guy off the bench as well. So I'm going to back up my statement once again, that the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Clippers – They are a team that are deadly. They are a team that is able to contribute. So my angle, for the people who weren't listening in the last segment, is plain and simple. I have the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Clippers in the NBA Finals just like 10 months ago I had them in the NBA Finals all this time. Okay, I've stayed with L.A., I've stayed with Toronto And I'm going to keep on doing it until they prove me wrong. It's kind of similar to MLB. I mean, right now, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers are making me uh, look like a freaking billionaire. All right? The Rays and the Dodgers are making me look like a genius right now. Because I said before the season started, Tampa Bay was going to be the surprise team That was going to shock MLB. And they've done that. They have been one of the most consistent teams. Throughout the past year. You also have had. The new Los Angeles Dodgers. Which you know what. Even though I despise them. I don't deny their talent. Even though I don't like the Dodgers. And their fan base. I can't deny. That the addition of Mookie Betts. Was one of the best decisions they have made. So the Dodgers and Rays, I had them in the in the World Series. They're making me look smart right now. I've had the Raptors and the Clippers in the finals all those months ago, and that's still a reality. I came up a little bit short with the NHL, but the Colorado Avalanche, they're still in play. They're in the second round right now. And if they do get there, then that would be another pick that I'd be happy to, to say that I accomplished. And for anyone who's asking me, what about your NFL prediction, Rocco? You know what? I am going to do that on another show. In fact, you know what? We have our 300th show on the Sports Angle coming up. So how about we do our NFL uh, return predictions on that 300th show for the Sports Angle? I mean, I think that's a great idea. For that kind of episode and that that many amount of shows, how about we have our NFL return? We'll cover all we need to do on the NFL during that show. So that's going to be a good idea. Look forward to that. I'm definitely going to leave a reminder when we have that post being scheduled. And I will say, go follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio, R-O-C-C-O, C-E-L-L-I Radio, and follow the show at the Sports Angle. Go to Amp TV, double tv watch all of our content, including mine, including the Sports Circus, every show that's on there, go watch it all. And, for everyone listening on KSIX, 95.1, 96.1, and 12.30 on the AM dial, Corbis Christie and the Greater Houston Area, and KIOF ninety-seven point nine FM in Las Vegas, and also for everyone who watches on all social media platforms—Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit—if there's a—if it's a social media platform, we are definitely on it. Go check out all our content on there as well. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host Rocco. So long, everyone. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA.
0: Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com.